0: Hi, I'm Tom Field of CIO Magazine. Welcome to HP's Business Technology Podcast Series, in which we discuss strategies and solutions to help you get the most out of your IT investments. In this podcast, we'll hear from HP's experts on advancements in blade server technology. Hi, I'm Tony Harvey, and I'm here to talk about HP Thermal Logic Technology. CIO and IT staff have three large problems. Their customers want the latest high-performance servers. They want to consolidate and simplify And the facilities folks say that the power consumption is too high and that they don't have enough air conditioning capacity to keep up. So why is this happening? Because power density is increasing. Let's take 10 kilowatts of power in a rack and see what happens to the number of systems we can power. Back in 2000, you could have completely filled a 42-year rack with ProLiant DL360 servers. But as we've moved through the generations, increasing in performance and power consumption, the number of servers has dropped per 10 kilowatts until here we are today at only 17 servers. And this is the core problem. It's not that rack mount servers or blade servers are difficult to power and cool. The problem is the increase in power density. Of course, there's always the upside, and that is that performance has increased as power consumption has increased, meaning we can get more work done. Of course, when you increase the power density, you also increase the heat density. As you can see, it's really just math. Heat output measured in British Thermal Units or BTUs is the input power in watts times 3.41. And for every watt of power that goes into the server, it takes another half to one and a half watts of power to run the cooling system for that server as well. So for a system in the USA, if we had one megawatt of power for the servers, that's 110 kilowatt ranks, that takes half a megawatt to cool. Multiplying that out for 10 cents per kilowatt hour that would represent $150 per hour or $1.3 million per year. These costs are significant and reducing them directly affects the bottom line of every company that uses an HP blade system. So, how does Thermal Logic help reduce data center power consumption? Well, the HP engineering teams worked across the board from blade design to using power efficient components from partners like Intel and AMD to even inventing some new technologies to making cooling less power hungry. First, at the most basic level, we made the power system more efficient. Power supply efficiency is simply a ratio of the input power to the output power. So a 50% efficient power supply would need 2,000 watts input to get 1,000 watts output. Or put another way, that power supply would simply waste half of the power supplied to it. Like any industry standard power supply, as load goes up, the power supply gets more efficient. At low loads, power supplies can be very inefficient. So the first thing that we did was use a more efficient power supply. So for any output power, we are more efficient. The next thing we did was look at a system with multiple power supplies that load share. In the C7000, we had six power supplies in a fully redundant configuration. So with light loads, none of those power supplies are operating at optimum efficiency. What the HP Dynamic Power Saver feature does is monitor the power draw. It then optimizes the power supply efficiency by placing some of the power supplies in standby to maintain high efficiency across a much broader range than could normally be achieved. So let's take a look at an example system. Here we have a system that's drawing 1800 watts. It has six power supplies supplying 300 watts each running at 75% efficiency. That means 2400 watts input power for 1800 watts of output power. Or put another way, that's 600 watts wasted. Running HP Dynamic Power Saver, we place four power supplies in standby, so now we have two power supplies supplying 900 watts each at 89% efficiency. Now we only use 2048 watts input power for 1800 watts of output power. That's a saving of 352 watts per enclosure. The other four power supplies are in standby and are available immediately if power draw increases or to take over in the unlikely event of a failure. For 20 enclosures at $0.10 per kilowatt hour, that represents nearly $5,000 savings a year just for the enclosure power, and that doesn't include the money saved on cooling the system as well. HP can do this because of our pooled power architecture, where all the power from the power supplies is available to any part of the system. Another advantage this gives us is flexible redundancy configurations, so you can match your redundancy to your needs rather than being forced into a one-size-fits-all environment. The next area we looked at was the blade. We wanted a no compromise design, a system that has the same features as a one u rack mount server, but uses less power. The whole blade design was optimized for airflow. So there's no wasted air that isn't used to cool the system. The heat sink is designed to give superior cooling using less airflow than a traditional heat sink. And each component was carefully placed in the system such that heat sensitive components like disk drives are in the front so that they get cool air directly from the air conditioning system rather than being placed in the rear of the unit where they will be subjected to the high temperature air coming from the CPU and memory. Going from the blade to the enclosure the team came up with a new enclosure cooling architecture to optimize efficiency still further. Up until today there were really only two ways to cool blades. Local cooling, where each blade had its own fans and was responsible for its own cooling. This architecture is tremendously scalable but uses lots of fans. Centralized cooling, on the other hand, uses a single or pair of large blowers in the enclosure. There are several issues with this design. Limited scalability. You only have two blowers, and once you've reached the limit of those blowers, you've got nowhere to go except expensive upgrades. You have limited redundancy. With only two blowers, you can only have a single failure in the system. And power consumption, with just two blowers, the worst case device always controls the speed and therefore the power consumption of the fans. As an example, if we place a device that requires 10 cubic feet per minute of airflow and one that requires 30 cubic feet per minute into the same enclosure, the blowers would spin up to supply 30 cubic feet to every single device. PARSEC stands for Parallel Redundant Scalable Enclosure cooling and what it gives us is an architecture that combines the best of both worlds airflow through the enclosure is managed to ensure that every device gets cool air and doesn't sit in the hot exhaust air of another device and to ensure that air only goes where it's needed for cooling the interconnect modules even though you can see they're at the rear of the unit get cool air from the front of the system these ducts direct the flow from from the front down the side to the rear of the unit. This is then pulled into the interconnects into the central plenum and then exhausted out of the rear of the system. Each server bay has its own valve that ensures the air only flows through the system when a server is installed. The fans have a similar system using louvers that automatically open when a fan is installed and spinning and then we'll close again if a fan is removed or stops spinning. By using multiple fans, we get scalable cooling capability that can grow from as few as four fans up to 10 fans as your needs change. We also use a zoned cooling system where fans in any given zone provide cooling for that zone and redundant cooling for others. This means that we can provide high airflow only where it's needed, which reduces power consumption, uses less air and helps to keep the noise level down to reduce power consumption even further we actually add more fans it seems to be a paradox but it really works this is because using more fans allows the fans to spin slower to move the same volume of air so each fan uses less power and as an added bonus spinning fans slower means less noise so you get a better work environment as well as saving power the last piece of the cooling system is the fan. Now, a fan might seem like a simple, mundane piece of technology, but to a thermal architect, they're the most critical component of the whole system. To deliver Parsec, HP engineers needed to design a new type of fan that would deliver both high airflow and high pressure and a small form factor that can scale with future cooling needs. This simulation is the power, airflow and sound of two typically full-featured Pizza box 1U rat mount servers. The HP Active Cool Fan drops this back to here. So we use 66% less fan power, 40% less airflow and 50% less noise. But for investment protection, the Active Cool Fan can go up to four times the capability of the next best available fan. Moving at 166 miles an hour to air-cool a 50 kilowatt rack if we should ever need to do this in the future. We completely redesigned the fan from head to toe so that it's a hundred times more reliable than the traditional rack mount server fans but it also scales to realize every single one of these benefits all the way from one fan to ten fans so the Parsec architecture delivers centralized cooling done right. So what's the bottom line? What does Thermal Logic from HP deliver to you? Well Based on tests in HP labs, we're seeing power savings of 28% per server when compared to a 1U server. And the C7000 uses 40% less air for cooling than 1U servers. So what Logic means to you is money saved on power, on cooling, and even on buying headphones for your operators. Thank you, listeners, for tuning into this podcast. To learn more about how HP Blade Systems deliver better business outcomes, visit www.hp.com slash go slash blades. For HP, I'm Tom Field. Thank you.